What's up, guys, and welcome into an NFL Wednesday edition of the Start Interrupt Podcast. It's episode 219. In time, we're here to recap week 14, give week 15 picks. How you doing tonight, man? Tough week for you, bro. Tough week. We alluded to yeah, it on Monday. I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I'm doing well, dude. Week 15 already upon us. Freaking nuts. <sighs> it's crazy, man. Season's almost over. Then all we're going to have is NBA and college basketball. Wow. Yeah, not even any baseball moves to talk about. What a shame. Never. <laughs> Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Well, let's enjoy this while it lasts. We have an extra week of the regular season left, uh, obviously, this year for the first time. We got 18 weeks. So, Tom, let's dive into week 14, which was a pretty interesting week, uh, starting with that Thursday night game last week that looked like the Minnesota Vikings were just going to absolutely destroy the Steelers. Steelers come back, and then there was some drama at the end. Yeah, we know that's not the Vikings' way. They don't they don't destroy anybody. One score games is their mo. Um, two probable non playoff teams. The Vikings are such a cock tease because they look so good. Um, at least their offense does. Like if you look at this game, and then they end up losing by a score or two. It's probably why you you love them so much, right? Yeah. No. Still have that great love affair with them and their quarterback. But love to hate them. It- Love to hate him, but man, it, it's got to be so challenging because you do watch this team, and in spurts they look great. I mean, Justin Jefferson had his way in the first half. Dalvin Cook had Everybody, his way was, for life. Yeah, I was just, just going to say, and Dalvin Cook, who was questionable to play, just went off. Yeah, and listen, I have Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook on my fantasy team, and of course, I was on bye week last week because that's what happens when you get a top two seed. I believe I said that already, so save some juice for this week. Let's hope they still got a little. I'm sure, you know, if they are going to score, the likelihood of those two guys being one of the reasons is pretty high. And then, you know, this game is over and done with a terrible first half for Pittsburgh. They can't do anything on offense. Their defense is getting carved up. Their defense sucks this year, by the way, which was supposed to be their somewhat of their calling card. Yeah, but you, know, you trade a first-rounder for Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I know, but it hasn't been great. I mean, it wasn't great last year. I mean, they, which is funny because they have who might be the defensive player of the year in TJ Watt, mm-hmm. but the rest of that defense, especially the secondary, gives up so many yards and points. And then the Steelers come back, man. Roethlisberger has a really good second half, and it leads you all the way down to the Chase Claypool incident where – what in the hell is he doing, dude? I mean, it bothers me so much sometimes watching games where guys are so conditioned to doing that first down point or the their little personal celebration. And I understand, you know, doing what you're doing for a living, and, and it's it's got to be fucking awesome and a great feeling. But there's a time and a place, and that that time and place is not as you're trying to drive for a touchdown on the road that could tie the game with a two point conversion. And you're not handing the ball right off to the ref. Yeah, um, that's just one of those hate to see it moments. It brings back, uh, I mean, on a much larger scale, brings back uh, Deshaun Watson, or not Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson, multiple times, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, the having the ball stripped is like at the half yard line as he's waltzing on in. Not even stripped, just dropping it. Yeah, I think there was one where he dropped. Yeah, that's right. He dropped it. I think there was one earlier on this year where he did it when he was on the Rams. Probably. I was (laughs) thinking of Leon Lett 
from years ago with the Cowboys, who was walking it in, like holding it out to the side, and the defender came and snapped and uh, terrible and slapped it out of his hand. But yeah, dude, I mean, you can see why it's got to be so angry, like so frustrating, and how it has to make you feel so angry as a fan with these two teams because the talent is there, and the spurts in which that they're capable of, of reeling off a really good game is, is right there but there's something every time between both the Vikings and the Steelers that show why they're in the position that they're in yeah I think we know what's holding the Steelers back um, the Vikings on the other hand Kirk Cousins and I was alluding to Big Ben Roethlisberger there and their defense sucks but then the Vikings on the other side it's like Kirk Cousins plays well I, that their coach should have been fired two years ago I don't have the complete updated stats, but I think as of like two weeks ago, Cousins had like 23 touchdowns and four picks. Yeah, he's having another great year. And they listen, say what you want. There's a lot of throws that he can't make that the elite quarterbacks can make, but he should still be able to get you to the playoffs and win games. He's a very competent NFL starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'd have him right at number probably 15, right in the middle there. Um so moving on to another game that has basically no playoff implications. The Saints beat up on the Jets. And the Jets... Um, Your fucking Jets. The dumpster fire has caught on to MetLife, and now MetLife is burning to the ground between the Jets and the Giants. It's just bad. Just all-time bad. Zach Wilson at the beginning of the year was shaky. Then he had some some real promising looks. Then he got hurt coming back from whatever injury it was. He has just completely regressed, and I don't even know if it's his fault. Tom, I hate to say this, but I, I'm getting a lot of a lot of Darnold flashbacks from year one here, uh, and you know, dealing with an injury that's caused him cost him some time. Obviously, the infrastructure. At some point, bro, you you can't just blame the quarterback, though. I mean, it's year after year. It's like you got to look yourself in the mirror. What are they doing wrong? Well, you cut me off. I was just going to say the, the infrastructure that is the Jets is obviously the main culprit. It doesn't matter who the coach is, what the scheme is, what the offensive line is, the skill position players around them. There is just this toxic atmosphere that is around the New York Jets. And I feel bad because I think if you put Wilson in different situations, he could be good. And now I think it's in his head because, Tom, you watch some of this game. He's not even completing the high percentage throws that you use in game plans to just bail out your young quarterbacks or struggling quarterbacks. He's launching it over guys' heads. He's throwing it 70 miles per hour at the backs of these guys. And I don't think right now, I don't think he's a good player at all. I don't, I think right now this is a guy you have to have serious concerns about. The only thing is he has time on his side because he doesn't have a lot of it. But you have to have legit concerns of whether he can play in this league. Absolutely. I feel like we're in the same boat and we took the wrong guy. But it's it's also goes back to the infrastructure because would Trevor Lawrence, who we had no shot at getting, or Justin Fields or uh, Trey Lance or Mac Jones be doing any differently? I don't believe so. Because I could probably argue with you that Matt, that if you put Zach Wilson on the Patriots right now, he could be doing something similar to what Mac Jones is doing. Probably um, a few more mistakes, but he'd also have a few more flashy plays in there just because of the arm talent and the speed. For sure. I think that he would open up that offense a little bit more, but with the way that the Patriots want to play and the way Belichick wants to play, that that's not what they want at all. 
and you talk about infrastructure, we're going to talk about them in a few minutes, but you see what Lawrence has done with Jacksonville. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to call him a bust yet, but I don't did think you see, anybody uh, can Did you see the that. article that uh, that um, was written about Josh Lambeau that, that Urban Meyer kicked him? <laughs> I did. Yeah, he said, hey, dipshit, how, you make, how about you make a kick? And kicked him in the leg. Real nice. <laughs> and he said, don't you ever fucking kick me again. He said, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever I want. Like, you're yeah, not in, you're it's, not, it's phenomenal. You're not in fucking, you're not at Utah anymore, dude. You're not at Utah. You're not at OSU. You're not at Florida. Dude, it's so bad. I, I want to talk about more about them in a second. But for your Jets, I just feel bad I, because there are there is some talent there. And I you think Salah, he looks over his head, man. He absolutely does. And you know what really kills me is that the Giants are in the same spot. They lose 37-21 to the Chargers. But the Giants are probably going to get Russell Wilson given the two top draft mm-hmm. picks that they have. And you're going to be sitting here on your high horse, and it's just going to leave me back to the Eli Manning years. And it just sucks for a Jets fan, one, playing second fiddle, and two, just never catching that break. I mean, when was the last time the Jets got a quarterback that other people wanted? I guess you could say Brett Favre, but I mean, he had a bad year with the Jets and then turned it around with the Vikings. Uh, It's it's just it's sad, man. Well, you're saying this like it's a foregone conclusion, and I'm not positive that it is. I think it's there's a chance, but I pray I'm wrong. We have seen the fault of this team, the Giants, that John Mara is one of the most loyal owners in all of sports. And it has set him back so many times. He set it back with Jerry Reese. It set him back with Eli. Set him back. It, it looks like it's going to set him back with Joe Judge, and it's probably going to set him back with Daniel Jones. Saquon. I mean, that was that was yeah. a you know part of the Eli loyalty there. Um, right. And Saquon, honestly, uh, he was great for his first year and a half, but – he, he doesn't even look like a top runner in the league anymore. He looks like a no, shell of not. himself. Yeah, he's not. I mean, he's he's not a guy. You can say the same about Barkley that you say about Jones, which you can say about Galladay, which you can say about a lot of the guys that they brought in. Is They're not going to be the reason that you get better. They're not, hey, I'm going to put this team on my back kind of guys. And unfortunately, the Giants are in a position where they need those guys. Russell Wilson is probably that guy. I don't know if that's a direction that the Giants want to go. It sounds like regardless of whatever happens, they can lose out. And Jones likely isn't playing another snap this year due to his neck injury that Joe Judge is coming back. So the acceptance of ineptitude and mediocrity. I mean, Tom, this game out in L.A. wasn't even close. I don't care 37-21. That wasn't the game. It was 37-7 at one point. They've been outscored 59 to nothing in the last two minutes of the second quarter this year before halftime. That's almost impossible. And I understand from your Jets standpoint that the Giants, you know, seem like they're going to come back. But, Tom, without those two isolated Super Bowls, I've said this before, they are the Jets in the last... 15 years they are that bad they are irrelevant they're being put in time zones and with announcers that nobody hears of they're like the fox d team which is how it should be i mean the fall from grace that this organization has had and i i think that the jets are in a much better spot right now than the giants because the jets at least have admitted it's a full it's a full-blown rebuild this is a giants team tom over the last few years that with the Maybe the exception of 2019 when they drafted Jones, 
have admitted that they've been trying to win and they're <laughs> winning four games a year. It's so sad. Like, how pathetic is that? They thought that they were a playoff team this year. They're going to win four or five games in an 18-game season, 17-game season. Yeah, and your owner's, your owner's really what's hurting you because the loyalty is going to kill them. We see it in sports all the time, man. you got to be cutthroat sometimes, especially in the NFL. Yeah, things happen quick there. And um, Judge doesn't look like the guy, and Jones is not the guy, and they may be running it back with him next year. They Did are running hear? it back with Judge, but Jones, I mean, with this neck injury, they may they may use that as an excuse. Well, they may let him play out next year and not give him the fifth-year option um, and kind of let him play next year as a free agent. But it doesn't even matter. Did you listen to what Joe Judge said after they got their asses handed to him? No, what did he say? He was talking about how he sees the groundwork and the processes working behind the scenes. And even though it might be hard for the fans to see, he's very proud of the way that this organization is building. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those situations where it's like one kind of like, what do you want him to say? But also like, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> you guys have four wins. I, I'm not asking for you to you know, throw your players under the bus. But at some point, you got to be real. I mean, you're talking to your fan base like we're idiots. I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's McAdoo, Shermer, or, or Judge. All this team has done is lose. Yeah, it, it sucks. It really does. New York football, man. My God. Oof. New York sports in general, aside from the Nets, because um, the – Baseball doesn't exist. Although the um, no one cares about. <laughs> my secretary, my secretary did uh, is celebrating, and he said we should too. A New York's uh, New York State Championship with um, NYFC, I believe, won the MLS. Yeah, NYCFC won. They beat Portland. I know you were talking about getting into them. Do you have any gear? Or are you sporting your NYCFC stuff? Uh, they signed. They re-signed LeMahieu, so I didn't quite convert. But I, I am very proud of the team, and they fought hard this year. Um, and it brought it brought a glisten to my eye. Hey, listen. At least one team from the Bronx is getting a championship. Oh, Jesus, that's true. I mean, we got to give. A, I feel like we forget that the Bills are in New York. Although, again, that the Bills lost. Count. Yeah, they don't count. All right, moving on to the next. And game. I hate when people try to act like they do. They, I mean, New Jersey is closer to the to the New York teams than than Buffalo. Very true. Um, moving on to the next game. Don't really have to talk long about this. Two non-playoff teams. Falcons beat the Panthers twenty-seven twenty-one. Um, Cam Newton experiment not working out there. Already got um, the former LSU OC fired. I forgot his name. Joe uh, Brady. Joe Brady. I'm sure he'll land on his feet. Um, yeah, two bad teams, one a little bit better than the other. I think we can talk about the Panthers real fast, though. The Matt Rule experiment might not be working out. They gave him full autonomy, and he hired Joe Brady, fired him. They He wanted Darnold. Darnold didn't pan out. He got hurt. And some for some reason, they give Cam $10 million when he was sitting on his couch. I mean, slowly but surely, this team is kind of a bit of a dumpster fire. Yeah, it definitely is, and... I still think he's going to get a couple more years. Well, he has to. I think he signed a nine-year deal or a seven-year deal. Yep. So he's going to be there for a while. But it, so far, a lot of the decisions that he's made have not panned out. No, not at all. Uh, moving on to the next game, Seahawks beat the Texans. Um, I don't think we can take anything out of this. DK Metcalf still not getting involved. 
Um, Rashad Penny had a huge game. Finally, that first-round draft pick that they made panned out. Uh, aside from that, not much else to say. No, definitely not. I, this was that, that was probably Penny and Lockett were the silver linings, and Wilson looked like he threw the ball better than he has since he's come back from injury. But again, it's the Texans, so what can you really take out of it? Chiefs route the Raiders. Um, their defense obviously is cooking on all cylinders. Um, and their offense looks to be coming into form, or is that just uh, they played the Raiders? I think it's a few things, man. I mean, they've been playing well for a while, not playing up to the standards in which we hold them, but they've been playing really well, kind of carried by their defense as their offense figured some shit out. But this was the first game that we saw the Chiefs that we've expected. Right, And I think they got some extra motivation by the Raiders doing something stupid and jumping on their logo before the game. And I know they don't like the Raiders. It's a divisional game. They got up for it. But do you think this is sustainable or was this a flash in the pan? Um, I don't think 48 points is sustainable, but I definitely think they're going to be in the 30s. I think that they, for the most part, they've rectified a lot on defense and they kind of know what they're doing schematically now. And Patrick uh, Mahomes uh, is coming back into form. I feel like the defense being rectified gives him the ability to not feel like he has to make the home run play every single play. Well, I was just going to say that perfect call by you there. I, I was going to say that he only threw two touchdowns in this game. So he didn't have to make those critical throws that are high, you know, the high risk, also high reward kind of throws. It was a lot more efficient, and they had a running game. So if they can use that formula with a better defense, this is a team that very slowly but surely could be the favorite in the AFC. I know we go back and forth because it's been that kind of year, but they are that good. Moving on to the next game, the Browns beat the Ravens. The Browns have now entered the playoff chat in the NFC North. They are in second place, tied with the Bengals. Uh, the Ravens are still 8-5. and five. I still think they're going to find a way to win um, – to win that division, but I mean, I know I think Lamar went out with an ankle injury, and we'll mm-hmm. really have to keep an eye on that because I mean we've been saying it since he came into the league. What makes Lamar so dynamic and the player that he is is his speed and elusiveness. Um, that's probably better than any running back in the league. And if he doesn't have that, they're going to be able to close the pocket on him a little bit more, turn him into a thrower. We're going to have to keep our eyes on that the next couple weeks. Oh, we absolutely will because, Tom, they, they haven't been scoring points anyway. No, I mean, their running been, game is non-existent. It has been all year since the loss of J.K. Dobbins um, and Edwards. And their defense is not a typical Ravens defense. No, it's a good defense. There's up. nothing special, but they, they're dinged up. Marlon Humphrey's out for the year. I mean, if you look down the list of injuries that they've suffered since the beginning of the season – even as going back to training camp. I mean, it's been just absolutely decimated. And there's only so much you can take, no matter how well coached you are, no matter how dynamic of a quarterback you have. From a personnel standpoint, there's only so many hits you can keep taking until you you eventually fold. Now, I'm going to ask you about Cleveland. Mayfield entered COVID protocols this week. Looks like we might get a Case Keenum game. Do you think that Case Keenum's actually a better fit right now for this team because of how injured that Mayfield's been? I absolutely do. I think Case Keenum can do more, and I think Case Keenum won the one game he played. 
I mean, he's not that far removed from damn near winning an MVP with Minnesota, and he's definitely one of the best backups in the league, given how injured Baker Mayfield is. Um, I know you got to go with your starter if he says he's healthy when when he is definitely the starter, Baker Mayfield. Now that decision is probably taken out of since uh, Cleveland's hands, so uh, you're going to go with the better guy now, I think. I think you have to, and if he plays well this week, it's, it's going to be a tough situation yeah. because we don't also know behind the scenes if Cleveland values Mayfield as their franchise quarterback anymore. No, we don't. We're going we're gonna to have to see what kind of deal he gets. So if, if Keenum's playing well and the running game is going well and their defense is making enough plays to hold on and win, we saw Miles Garrett had a huge game against Baltimore. I think they're equipped to do just enough to hang on in this division that's completely airtight yeah this is one of the more interesting divisions in the league i don't think anybody's going to the super bowl out of this division i think you agree with me there um moving on to the next game cowboys beat the washington football team 27 to 20 uh fitzpatrick not fitzpatrick uh micah parsons not minka fitzpatrick close names there (laughs) gotta give that to me um goes off again uh, Cowboys offense needs to kick it into high gear. Dak looks like pretty bad recently. I don't know how else to put he it. He hasn't looked good at all. Yeah, he hasn't looked good at all. Um, and the running game has been good enough. The thing about this Cowboys offense, though, Tom, is that Dak doesn't have to be great because of the cast that he has of guys. I mean, C.D. Lamb was back. Cooper had a big day. You've got Gallup. you got Wilson. And then, of course, the running game – they're they're fine, and they just need their defense to play like it's been playing. And my God, Micah Parsons, it's just—I mean, he is the most dominant force on defense this year, which is crazy when you have Aaron Donald and you have T.J. Watt. But I mean, just from a game wrecking standpoint, this guy has just dominated offensive lines all year. Might be defensive player of the year. I think he's got the rookie one locked up for sure. Uh-huh. So yeah, now it's Weeks probably ago. just. Yeah, now it's just a matter of is he going to get the whole damn thing. But this seems impressive, man. And, and I, I keep saying, you know, McCarthy's going to be the reason that he, that they don't that they don't fulfill their true potential. I don't even think it's going to be a Dak thing or an injury thing. Because I don't know if you watched the most of this game, how they allowed Washington to get back into this thing. It was criminal. Oh, yeah. It was just asinine. And I just don't think McCarthy's a very good head coach. I'll agree with Aaron Rodgers on that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we can absolutely settle that right now. And, Will, I'm sorry. You guys are just going to be doomed by another head coach. It sucks for you. Um, keep looking. Into, keep, keep looking. Moving into Jacksonville, you kind of talked about them earlier, Tom. I mean, if it wasn't for your Jets or my Giants or the, what the Texans have dealt with, the Jaguars are the biggest laughing stock in the NFL. They got blanked by the Titans 20 to nothing. Urban Meyer's body language is about a bad is about as bad that I've ever seen from a head coach on the sideline in an NFL game. Yeah, and again, that's another thing that you can kind of get away with in a college game. Um, but you're not going to the spotlight's really on you in the NFL game and you're not treated as a as a god amongst men in in the NFL. You're kind of more made fun of than anything else unless you're one of the greats. Um yeah, this, this Jaguars team, I, I think he's gone at the end of the year. Um, maybe he'll go, I don't know, Notre, Notre Dame already decided on a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I guess Oklahoma's Oklahoma a landing too. spot for them. They did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. I'm out of college yep. football till the playoff. I can't remember pick? who it was. Um, I can't remember who it was, but I, I know they, they, they filled that gap last week. Well, we'll have to see what he does. Maybe he'll go back to Fox for the bag because uh, NFL head coaching ain't his thing. He can go back down there with uh, Nick Saban crying in his fucking soup. <laughs> Although I'll give Nick Saban a little more credit. Nick Saban was pounding the table for Drew Brees, and the Dolphins wouldn't do it. Nick Saban had a nine-win season with Miami one year too. So it's it, uh, listen. It, it is a totally different sport. It's a totally different game. Um, and we know what a coach in the college ranks is supposed to do, and what a coach in the pro ranks is supposed to do. And obviously, Urban Meyer has no idea. He's calling his assistant coaches losers. He's getting into physical and verbal altercations with his players. And Trevor Lawrence, man, I mean. He, he could not have walked into a worse situation as the number one overall pick. and He's regressing big time. He had four picks, no touchdowns, and he just looks downright bad. But you know it's just not a product of him. It's a product of everything else around him. That team, that culture, it is just permeating it, terrible, toxic behavior all the way around dude and i don't know how the owner has not just stepped in and said we can't do this anymore because our investment is just being damaged to the nth degree yeah all-time dumpster fire there they're making honestly i i'd argue that they're actually taking the heat off of the jets and the giants a little bit maybe they're maybe they're taking it off of each other they're spreading it out yeah i think you're right i think the only problem there is nobody cares about the jaguars and a lot of people care about the jets and giants that is very true, but a lot of people care about Urban Meyer, and a lot of people don't like him, so I'll take it. And a lot of people care about Trevor Lawrence, too. So. Yep. Broncos beat the Lions 38-10. to Another set of two non-playoff teams, most likely. Um, yeah, the Broncos are in third place in their division, so it doesn't look like they're going to be going anywhere fast. Um, do we care about this game? The no, Lions got their win not. out of the way. They're not going to be the second defeated team of all time with the other Lions. So we don't care. Um, One thing I will say, I was just going to say, really nice tribute that the Broncos made oh, yeah. to Demarius Thomas. And that was some really sad news that happened last Thursday. And Brutal. they started off the game with no X receiver and they took the penalty or, uh, yeah, they took the penalty and the Lions declined it and, yeah, it was just a, just a really sad, emotional day, but a great win for Denver under the circumstances. Huge win for Denver, um, and it was tough to see Demarius Thomas. Only 30, 33, Three. 34. Really yeah. tough. Really tough to see. Um, I don't know what caused it. I'm not going to start the CT rumors here. Um, just no, difficult. I think it was, it was medication is what it sounded like, and he was dealing with seizures. So Jesus Christ. Crazy to think. Um, moving on to the next game, 49ers beat the Bengals in a real interesting game in overtime. Burrow was making a lot of good throws. That finger looks like it's pretty tip-top. Um, and the Niners, I mean, their running game seems to be back, and they're creeping up, Sean. They're, they're in the playoff race. Oh, they for sure are. I mean, Debo coming back at a monster game. Garoppolo threw the ball all over the place, had a really efficient game. And they were kicking the hell out of out of Cincinnati early. I was like, wow, what an impressive win. And then 
Slowly but surely, here comes Cincinnati. Here comes Burrow making a huge, couple huge big plays. One to Chase. Higgins had a big day. You know, Sean, we, uh, we said at the beginning of the year that we could have two wild card teams out of this West Division, and, and it's right there for the taking for the both of them. I mean, 6-7 and seven is the second-best record of every other division, and they're 7-6, and six, so they control their own destiny here to get that second wild card spot. They do, and the the you know positive spin you can put if you're a Niners fan is this is a group that's been there before. I mean, they are two years removed from the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they also you can throw the we've been decimated by injuries thing if you want. Sure, and and by the way, did you see that catch Kittle made in the fourth quarter there to set up heading into overtime? I mean, uh, he's he is, insane. He's, he's finally healthy again. But the other, the only thing that's kind of um, I guess a dark cloud over the heads of the. Niners is that Garoppolo is playing well, but you traded a lot to go and get Trey Lance, and you haven't heard from him in a while. Well, they don't need him to be, and I think that I get the realistic that, but... expectation was going to be if Garoppolo was healthy and playing well, we weren't going to see him. That's a long-term investment plan. Could have sat on him and had another great offensive or defensive weapon, or you could have had Mac Jones for free. Just saying. I understand. I understand that, but they they obviously identified their guy and they're playing the long game with this because I think it's very obvious that no matter how well Garoppolo plays in spurts, that he is not the guy that they want to build their franchise around. That's fair. That's fair. Um, still, they put a lot of capital into that. Hopefully, uh, they it, did. Hopefully, it doesn't work out for them. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm in a dark place right now with the Jets, so I'm rooting against every team but them. <laughs> The Bucks beat the Bills 33-27 to in overtime. Um, another great game. Another great game. Really good comeback from the Bills. Brady took care of business in the end. Um, and, I mean, the Bills, I'm sure they're they're still going to be able to grab a wild card, but at 7-6, and six, but things are getting real interesting for them here. It's you getting know, late it's, early. It's getting late early, and I just don't know how many – moral victories that they can keep having. I mean, I know that they lost that weird Monday night game to New England and it was only 14 to 10. It's not like they lost badly, right? So they, they got listen, to- they got there I think the Bills are going to be just fine. They have Panthers, Patriots, Falcons and Jets. So that's looking like 3 and 1 for them. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay, but Tom, they don't run the ball. I mean, no. Josh Allen had to have 100 yards rushing, and I give him so much fucking credit. They That game was over and done with, and Tampa had a few opportunities to step on their throats and couldn't do it. That offense was very lethargic there for the majority of the second half. But Josh Allen just did not quit, and he was just fucking throwing BBs all over the place and also just getting every yard on the ground that he possibly could. His body... I mean, he was just mangled by the end of that game, and you felt for him when they gave up that touchdown to Perryman because he willed and did everything he could to win. But that's what it's going to take. If you don't have a running game, Tom, that sucks. And they can, you, you can't have your quarterback be option number one. We've seen this with Baltimore over the last few years. Yeah, it, it, we have. And Baltimore was good last year because they had a running game. You look at them this year, they're not very good because they don't. That's the bottom line. Um, nothing's really opened up for, for the Bills because they know that they're not handing that ball off. And it was obvious in the first half. I mean, part of why they fell behind so drastically was 
their running game was like wide receiver screens and Josh Allen, you know, RPOs. And you just can't continue to do that because the defenses are going to pin their ears back and they're going to be able to defend that fine. And sure, if the quarterback wants three or four yards a couple times in the first quarter, that's fine because we're going to put him on his ass every time and deliver a blow as, as he's a you know runner. We Those quarterback protection rules don't apply anymore. Nope. No, not at all. The Bills are in trouble. I, I think that they're going to make the playoffs, but they may be a first round out. Um, moving on to the next game, the Packers beat the Bears, my sperm bank pick of the week, by mm-hmm. 15 points, 45 to 30. Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears. <laughs> yeah, he does. And they were down in halftime. I know. Did you have any doubt that no. they were going to come back and play? None at all. Well, I wasn't even worried. Five touchdowns from the Packers in 12 minutes of playing time? Yeah. I mean, that's when he just straight up took over the game, and you talk about putting a team on your back, and he definitely can do it. I'm going to ask you a question because you, you've dealt with this for years of being a fan of a team that had a quarterback that just killed you every year. And Dramat, honestly, the Jets had their moments against Brady. I think Brady was 32 and 3 or something against Buffalo. Um, but. If you're a Bear fan, I mean, how how deconditioned are you to just being like, well, we're playing the Packers. Do, do, this rivalry game isn't even a rivalry anymore. No, that's it's not. Well, it's, it's just over. It's over. I mean, you're just demoralized. I'm, I'm, more, other hand. I'm more of the ilk of like, <laughs> I want to talk to like a Packers fan, a Patriots fan of the last 20 years. Um, you name some other great quarterback towns and just sit down and be like, so what's it like? when you're in a one-score game and you're losing to just feel like, oh, we got this, we're going to win the game. What, is that, what does that feel like? Because <laughs> yeah. I've never known that feeling. Or what's it feel like to have a punching bag in your division every single year? Yeah, so or what does it feel like? Points. What does it feel like? Like even Will Smith, he's putting up um, videos of uh, uh, Instagram, li- uh, Instagram stories of him like doing the Zeke eat him up oh, thing every Jesus. Cowboys game. And it's like, what does it feel like to actually give a shit every Sunday and have something to to look forward to and want to watch? Because I haven't had that feeling in years where it's like I, I'm busy between, you know, 1 o'clock and 4.30 because I got to watch the Jets. Like me, no, you want to play golf? You want to do this? Fine. I don't give a fuck. I'll, the Bleach Report's still going to be there and they're going to lose. Like I just want to know what all that good stuff feels like. It's it's crazy, man, how far removed our teams are from that. I mean, the Giants had that one isolated year in 16 where they were 11-5, and then the least impressive 11-5. If we were doing a podcast then, we would be talking about how terrible they were even though that they were winning because that's really what it was. As for – and other than that, you know, outside of their – from their last Super Bowl, they, they're the worst team in the league right there up there with the Jets. It's every single year you're done by week three. Yeah, and it's it's for me. I'm trained to be like, I, honestly, after week one, I don't even watch. <laughs> like, of course, I do. I have them on one screen, and I have, and I have Red Zone on my computer or whatever. I don't have the two TV set up. We've gone over that before, but yep. you know, you're not. It's not. I I can't do anything because my team is on, and it's also not like, oh, two minutes left, and we're down seven, and we have the ball. Like, we got this. Well, that's how bad it's gotten is you're just numb to it. Like I was watching the Giants Charger game and granted Jones isn't playing, which is another thing. Like even the reasons that you would watch or I would watch 
those are even taken away from us of late. So you're just you don't even know what you're watching, and I'm I'm like I'm just laughing at how pathetic the Giants are on a regular basis. My dad was texting me because I gave him my uh, my Sunday ticket account for the Jet game because the Giants were on later. So I was like, watch it. And he was just texting me. He's like, Ty Johnson has his third drop in those last five attempts. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah, he needs to go for a walk or something. <laughs> just Your so dad just should turn that off. You you didn't need to give him that password. I didn't, but he, you know, he even says, he's like, why am I doing this? He's like, I know the quarterback's not going to work out. I know the head coach will be gone in two years. He's like, this is just what it's like. I was like, honestly, as bad as it sounds, it's kind of where my team's been at too. But yeah, if you're a Packer fan, just enjoy this. It's probably the last year of it. So just enjoy it. But um, hey, if the, if it keeps going and Jordan Love somehow turns out to be the next Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, I mean, the last 30 years of being a Packer fan is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Absolutely. Moving on to the last game, the Rams beat the Cardinals on Monday Night Football 30-23, to and the game really wasn't that close. Um, the Rams took care of business, and they put themselves back into the Super Bowl conversation. Is this the one team to you, Tom? I guess I'll phrase it this way. Between the Rams and the Chiefs, if they have a good week, which team are you more – tantalized by to say okay there's my super bowl champ well for me it's the chiefs okay just because i already put the bet in for him and i just i i can't patrick mahomes at that tom brady patriots level where i can't and bucks level for that matter i can't count him out until you till you cut the head off the snake you know sure. yeah and that's the thing with the rams is they're very helter skelter too i mean when they look good damn do they look good and Stafford made some throws in this game and your boy ODB's got three straight games with a touchdown yeah he does he has as many touchdowns now as he had with the Rams as he had in the last two years with the uh with the Browns so I wouldn't really say that's his fault what's that I wouldn't necessarily say that's all his fault of course it's not. I mean, we saw what happened in Cleveland. He had a quarterback that couldn't get him the ball. He has a quarterback that can get him the ball now, and and he's taken over a spot that was occupied by Robert Woods. So they need Odell to be mm-hmm. that scoring threat. Um, now, when Cooper Cup is catching twelve passes a game on every single route, route tree, and it's just remarkable what that guy does. Um, but Tom, this was a game where they relied on their defense, and for the first time since acquiring Von Miller, that pass rush was getting really after it. And Kyler looked a little bit frazzled. Yeah, he did. I mean, there's not too many teams that are going to be able to get after him that way. But when you get deeper in the playoffs, this is why I wasn't as confident in the Cardinals. No, and it's fair and it's understandable. I still really like them, and I think that they're going to be a tough out, but. They have flaws, and now we've heard that Hopkins is out for the remainder of the regular season, and they're hopeful to get him back for the playoffs. That's a huge loss. I know they still have A.J. Green and Kirk. Uh, they traded for Ertz, obviously, and they've got Edmonds. But, man, that's a brutal loss. It was in the, one of the top three receivers in our game. Yeah, and I, you named all those guys, but none of those guys are Hopkins, and that's the problem. Yep, for sure. And he had that one drop that – kind of changed the game if he catches that fourth down conversion hit him right in the chest that's a catch 99.9 percent of the time we might be talking about a different game but once that once he didn't catch that and and they didn't convert uh the momentum it was just it's just gonna be a matter of how much did uh did la win by yep no doubt about it all right man you ready to talk about picks from last week or you want to just skip over it uh 
I know I didn't do well, and I know you did well, and you talked about it a few times. <laughs> All right, so you went one and three. I went three and one. Um, I had New Orleans minus six. That was right. You had the Jets plus six. That was so obviously dumb. wrong. I took the Giants, which was I should have known better. Equally um, dumb. Plus ten. You had the Chargers. I took Kansas City minus nine. Hit it. Detroit plus eight. Sean, what are you doing betting on the – they got their win. They packed it in for the year. What are you doing? I, I don't know. I got cocky. What can I say? Cincinnati minus one and a half was your other loss. Um, and I had the sperm bank pick of the week was the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go at 12 and a half. All right. You ready to talk this week? Man, do I need to make up for last week. You, I, I was feeling so good a few weeks ago, Tom. I have overtaken you in the standings. Yep, you're 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 flying high right now, my friend. You're flying high. I am twenty five and twenty one. You are twenty four and twenty three. Time to bring you back down to earth. Here. <laughs> Listen, I'm not being too braggadocious. I've I've learned that every week is you got to treat every week just like golf. Every shot is a different shot. Every week is a different week. First game we'll do. I guess we'll. Uh, I mean, does it really matter? We'll start with your Giants. I guess. Sure, let's do it. Um, Cowboys at Giants. The Cowboys are a ten and a half point road favorite against Mike Glennon and the non-existent Giants offense. This game for me is not even close. Hey, we talked about how Dallas's offense hasn't looked all that good. They'll look just fine on Sunday. They're going to kick the shit out of the Giants at MetLife with probably fifty percent Cowboy fans. Um, so that's an easy pick for me. Cowboys on the road. Yeah, we're we're in the same boat there. Um, I don't have to say anything more than that. Um, moving on to the next game, Miami Dolphins. The Jets are on the road in Miami. Miami minus eight and a half. And for me, everything that you said about the Giants applies to the Jets. Um, and I think Miami's easily going to cover the spread minus eight and a half. Fuck your Jets. Uh, they <laughs> killed me the last two weeks, so I'm definitely taking Miami. Miami low key, by the way, before they had their bye killed my Giants, and I think they finally have figured out a way to play Tua with that not great offensive line and rely on their defense. Yeah, which is what they should have been doing all year, right? For sure. And they are 6-7. and seven. I don't think they have a chance at a playoff spot, but... Mm, they're, they're in there, man. The window's they, still they open, have, right? Yeah, I don't think the rest of their schedule is all that daunting. I think they can sneak in. I, and, you know, I know we dismissed Denver earlier, there's a pathway for them, too. That that back end of the AFC wildcard picture is wide open. Yeah, well, speaking of Denver, that's my third pick. Um, wow. I did not even know that. Yep. And I have – I have – I'm going to flip it, honestly. I had Cincinnati plus one and a half, but I'm going to flip mm. it. Just because Denver at home in the playoff race, I think Teddy Bridgewater and that defense is going to be able to do enough to cover that spread. I like that pick by you. As a matter of fact, if I was going to go to that game, that's the way I would have leaned too. I don't know if that's going to persuade or dissuade you. <laughs> uh, but for my third game, I'm going to Buffalo where the Bills are an 11-point favorite against Carolina. Tom, I don't care if it's P.J. Walker or Cam Newton or whatever. The Bills, I know 11's a lot for a team that hasn't been winning a lot lately, but I think they're riding a lot of positive momentum from that Tampa Bay game. And from that loss. They're going to... No moral victories in the Carolina. NFL. No, but they are – they know what they have to do. You read off the rest of their schedule earlier. They know what they have to do, and it starts against 
a terrible Carolina team in Buffalo. What you got for your last pick, my friend? Well, I pick him going to Sunday night. We're oh, you fuck. Hosts the Saints. No shit. You're doing this too, huh? That's well, the sperm the... bank pick of the week. All right. Well, I'll just say my quick piece, and then I'll let you finish strong and give your nice uh, your nice pontification. The Bucks, 11-point favorite. I know the Saints have been given Tampa Bay a lot of a lot of problems since Tampa's been there outside of that wild card game. And, Tom, I really love Tampa, but I don't love them enough to cover 11. I think they win, but 11's a little too much. I like what they had. I like what the Saints had with Taysom Hill last week, even though it was against your Jets and Kamara's back. So wow. I'll take the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints in this game to cover the 11. i got to get my pen back out. I thought you were going to go with me on my sperm bank pick of the week and take uh, take Tampa Bay with the with the spread, and that's what I'm doing, my friend. All right, so we're going to have a little difference of opinion here. Yeah, sperm bank pick of the week. Guys, I am 25-21 and 21 on the year, which means I've been making you guys money this year, so have a little trust in me. And go out and make those bets. I think I might just bet on myself this week and, and make a couple of those. There you go. Yeah, so, uh, Sean, i got to ask you before we leave, have you watched yep. any shows? No. I've been working. I worked the last two nights, so no. What, are you working in a coal mine? You don't get any breaks? You can't just hang out and watch TV for a minute? Uh, no, I cannot. This is unbelievable, man. Why? Can you just start Breaking Bad, and I guarantee you if you give it a chance, you'll watch it. I probably will, but schedule has not allowed for that this week. All right, well, it sounds like you've got a weekend to do it. There's no college football at all. No. Because we nope. swore, you said it last week. You said it. I didn't say it. We swore off bowls. Aside from, uh, aside from the the ones that I count. Swear, right. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be watching the Armed Forces Bowl. But yeah, listen, it's not even a sports thing. Man, I do other things in life, by the way, pal. Yeah. You know, so okay. I'm not I'm not just dialing into sports, nothing else, and then I'm watching TV or listening to podcasts. I'm. I got plenty else going on, so it's a matter of can I sit aside the time because I don't want to start something that I know I'm going to like that's good and abandon it when things get crazy or hectic. <laughs> this isn't a Sean, this isn't a girlfriend, bro. I mean, it is the for show, me. A TV show is a big fucking deal. The show, the show will be there when when lot. things <laughs> slow down again. No, because I'm going to forget what's going on. I'm not going to have the same energy and attitude to getting into it. This Listen, sounds like I, this is a you problem. I've been saying that. I don't understand what you're getting lost in translation. This is a me problem, and I own it. But you're trying to change me, and I don't like it. I did see the last episode of Curb. Very funny. I hope he gets yeah, that, that fence ordinance. But you know he's not going <laughs> to. No, of course not. And there's going to be a whole thing with it, which is which is great. I'm, I'm really liking this season. The season's yeah. been, been fantastic. But, yeah, don't – if I'm going to change, I need to change on my own. Uh, <laughs> I'm not there right now. Okay. I'm not your dad. You're okay. You're all right yeah. in my book. I appreciate that. I don't know about your dad's, but you're okay in mine. I'm hopefully fine with his. <laughs> all right, man. Well, everybody, enjoy the weekend. Sean, I'll be talking to you soon, probably next Monday. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah, enjoy your weekend. All right, bro. Try it. Let's just try and avoid our, our local teams at all costs. Yeah, I I think that they should just end the season for them. 
Yeah, I, that would be. I think that would be better. So everybody enjoy the weekend and bet the sperm bank pick of the week. There you go, Tom. I'm going against you. Go Saints. Thank you.